All right. Okay. Hold away. Hold on. My, this sounds all messed. And we're back. Okay. So sorry about that. This podcast is awesome. Sloth, slothy, whatever you call him. I mean, he is just a certified savage swimming in bread. You gotta pay him. If you if you look at his eyes, you gotta pay him. That's the deal. So he's a producer out of Australia, and he produces for the likes of The Weight of Silence, for Jay Mez, for Phila, and many others. He his the studio. Unfortunately, the uh, the video version of this is not going to be out for a while. Unfortunately because of um powers out of my control we'll say that but we got the audio we got the audio boys book them god i love australian people um so oh by the way yeah when i said that he produces for the weight of silence i should say the weight of silence because that's how australian people okay i'm sorry sloth if you're listening to this right now i'm sorry for my for that terrible attempt to say an australian accent but anyway sloth is just he's a savage if you look up the definition of savage in the dictionary it's just sloth it's just him he's on social media at prod by sloth everywhere and i mean we learn a lot about this guy we learn a lot about you sloth oh man and uh I mean, honestly, he is a follow. You, it, on social media, I mean, it's just a party. He's a savage. How many times am I going to say that in this introduction? This guy is a savage. Check him out. Um, just his whole crew. Like, it, So it started off, if, if you've been listening to the Graham Radio podcast for, uh, for as long as it's been a thing, which is maybe two months now or something, six weeks, um... The, my first podcast was with, was with Jfig, and on that podcast, I full on admitted that I stalked his entire crew, which I'm not afraid to admit. Part of this crew is Sloth, but like I, I just I feel like Sloth is like like he just surrounds himself with the he, he you know what he surrounds himself with the right people. And how long is this introduction going to be? Fucking three minutes, Jesus! I, I gotta shut the I gotta shut up. So. Um, also, this week is Disco House Funk Week here at the Graham Radio Podcast. I have released two playlists, one on SoundCloud, one on Spotify. I mean, Disco House Funk, like each, like disco is a genre, house is a genre, funk is a genre, but I tried to make a combination of the three, and these two playlists is what came out. And, I mean, I... It, it, you know what, this whole coronavirus thing, I think that we all need a little bit of positivity in our lives, and these playlists are going to bring you the vibes. Oh, that rhymed. Ooh, baby. So, without further ado, I give you Sloth. All right. Hello, Sloth. How we doing? Say hello to the Graham Radio Podcast, sir. What's good? What's good? So... What's good, uh, have, what's good, what's good? So I have something to admit to you. I have been full-on stalking you for the last, like, week. 
you're like, dude, I have, I feel like I'm in, I feel like I'm in with the Australian trap scene. Like I, it's crazy. Yeah. There's a lot going on right now. Um, It just took a while to build it, I guess, but it's crazy. Yeah. So you've, uh, you've been building sloth records for what, like six, seven years now? Uh, About that. Eight years. Yeah. That's sick, man. How, uh, so, but you've been producing a lot longer than that. I'm assuming. No, like it all just started. Like I've been writing music for years, but like production wise, yeah, it's been about that. Wait, what do you mean? I can't even remember the day that it started, man. It's been that fucking long, man. I'm just on a mission. You know what I mean? Yeah. uh, What's the mission? What are you on the, what are you on the mission for? To be the fucking greatest. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the, I think that's the goal, man. Um, dude, that's yeah. fucking sick. Wait, so what do you mean? Even, like, what what were you writing? You were like writing songs before? Yeah, I uh, used to be a rapper. Oh yeah. Um, but um, I and like I was like recording my vocals with his other producer, and like I saw what he did, and I really like like I I, I liked the recording process of it more than I liked writing. So like. I thought, fuck it, I'll just write some beats for myself instead of trying to find beats. And then, like, I was just like, fuck yeah, I, I, I prefer making beats. I enjoy making beats better than, like, my vocals. I actually, you know, I don't know, there's something about playing an instrument that's, like, for me, it's, like, much better. Um, or, like, you know, banging some 808s that actually, like, I don't know, writing a verse. Like, writing a verse, it's, like, I don't know, it's, like, a whole different thing. And so, like, I slowly stopped writing verses and choruses and just got straight into making beats. And then from recording my own vocals, I just stopped recording my own vocals and started recording other people's vocals. And, like, it all just escalated when people saw, like, when my, my boys that I, I recorded, my people saw that, like, hey, he's actually, like, trying to do something here. And I was. I was trying to do something. That's why I fucking started. And, um, yeah, so everybody started popping into my place to record. And we had, like, a tiny little room with, like, a, a mic and a laptop. Yeah, man, I was going to ask, like, dude, right now, uh, okay, so for the listeners right now, what I believe I'm looking at is like a fucking soundproofed room. I see the SP right behind you, like Sloth Productions. Like you're at nice wood, a nice wooden ceiling. Like you're in a fucking nice studio right now. But yeah, when I built you, all this myself. Uh, yeah, with man, my that's what father it seems like. He, yeah, me and my father-in-law, which is like we we um when I left my old, I've gone through like four studios. Wow. And then we thought, fuck it, let's just build a good one because we had a nice property. So, like, we knocked this up in, like, under a month because, like, serious? I had the budget after a few after a few records um, came through and I had a budget to, like, either upgrade to, like, a crazy new car or, like, upgrade the studio to a crazy new studio. And I just went for the studio. And then, and then you um, can get, like, an even crazier car in the future. Man, I'll leave the studio, man. Like, and yeah. if I go to a music video, I'll get picked up. So, like, you know what I mean? Eventually, I'll, I'll, I don't know, I'll get, I'll get a Bentley or something to like for someone else to drive me around. But like, that's in a few years' time. You Wait, know is I mean? that the, uh, is that, is that the gold car? You want the, you want that, you want that Bentley? 
I don't know. I, 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 there's a lot of cars I want, but at the moment I'm just like, I'm more interested in the music. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, I was on your uh, YouTube channel a little while ago. The, uh, the, the video that's posted, I think it's a coronavirus. Oh dude, yo, you're wearing a, a, a weight of silence long sleeve right now. Fuck yeah, man. Run run through the 666. That's hard. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. They're crazy. Those dude, they're motherfuckers so good. are crazy. They're so good, man. Yo, shout I, I wanted to say this early in the podcast. Uh, I honestly forgot what I was just saying, but who cares? Dude, shout out to <laughs> shout out to Jfig. Like, I honestly J-Fig. feel like dude, I honestly feel like Jfig was my introduction into this world of Australian trap metal rap sloth ethan bramble phil uh adam ramey like all these people like and here i am talking to you so it's like dude shout out to jfig i also have a weight of silence shirt it's the spongebob one do you know what i'm talking about it's a, it's a <laughs> yeah, really... my, my fiance rocks that one all the time like they didn't make yeah. it my size the, the motherfuckers so i was very unhappy oh that's why yeah, I know, but they came through with the goods with a new one. And I was just like, oh, it's gold. You got to give me that shit right now. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but Jay Fig, man, I'll tell you one thing about JB, Jay Fig. He is one tall motherfucker. Dude, yeah, man. I When him and I were talking, I said, like, we, we, we said, he, I said something about me being 5'9, and he's like, oh, mate, like, I'm six, I'm six four. I'm like, holy shit, you're tough. You must be super tall in person. Yeah, and I think I saw That's a picture. That's probably with no shoes on, man. Like, he's taller than that. That's nuts. Is he, is he lanky? Is he, like, a skinny little – you think you kick his ass? I'll kick his ass. Oh, yeah? Dude. If I you mean, hear this, JP, I'm going to kick your ass. I would, <laughs> I would love to see that. I would love to see uh, – uh, He's I, my boy. I love him. <laughs> I love the whole band. I, oh, I love yeah. him all. Like, when we – um. We really had a, a, a crazy time doing the video for Silencer. You know, um, when uh, uh, Benny approached me and I was just writing some records with Benny and he's like, yo, I want girls and I, I want uh, like something crazy. And I know you do it because like I'm on the OnlyFans scene. I make porn and all that shit as well on the side because like, I don't know, it's just my outlet from music. Like you got to do something else too. Yeah, I wanted to bring and that like, up, but yeah, dude, please go go into it. Yeah, we can get to it. Yeah, uh, that's that's an easy topic. Um, and I and he was just like, "Who else to ask about girls but you?" And like, you know, I'm like, "All right, cool. Dude, what do you want to do?" And he's like, "I want something crazy." So we put together a mansion. Um, and like, I think I put together about twenty girls, probably a bit more. And man, we partied, bro. Yeah, we fucking partied for two days straight, bro. Like there was so much, there was so much flower everywhere. You know what I'm talking about? Like the whole point was like the the girls were gonna be baking, and um, there was gonna be a slow motion flower fight, and I don't know, she just got out of hand because everyone was like so drunk. That like they're like fuck this shit. Let's just trash the joint. So we did, and like yeah, it just went crazy. You know what I mean? Like we were we were gonna bake cookies, man, and it just did not happen, bro. Like the cookies never made it to the oven, bro. I'm pretty sure the bitches were just like the girls. Sorry, the girls. Uh, the girls were just uh, eating the cookie dough. You know what I mean? Like 
I there's like photos of the girls like upside down on the on the bench just feeding each other cookie dough, and I was just like, oh my god, like. So that's the only scene that didn't turn out to plan, but the rest of the video, man, was crazy, like absolute crazy. Yeah, like, hey, stop eating all that cookie dough. You're supposed to be baking that. You, you you're too drunk. Man, I didn't care, man. I, I, I was, I was just going with it, like you know right. what I mean. Like, I, I rocked up. I, I introduced everybody. Uh, um, we did all the all the paperwork and everything for the day, and like, I just walked everyone through what we we're gonna be doing. You know, I between scorpion and myself we we directed the video right so like by the end that was just the last scene because it was just going to be crazy and like it just got out of hand and i was just like you know what we got like all the footage we wanted except for this so we might like fuck it let's just you know what i mean i actually if you if you watch that scene I walk in like towards it and you see me shaking my head and throwing flour at fig as well. Like I joined <laughs> in like dude, you know good, what I mean? Man. The whole point of it was to just get two girls uh-huh. and just get the slow motion like impact of the flower just uh-huh. like bouncing off them, but not even close. Dude, that vi- that video is wild to say the least. It was I- all right. Like, yeah. It, it was good fun. Like wild was the after party, man. What what was the after party? Why was that why was that so wild? Well, like <laughs> everyone was just getting on like, you know, drinking and shit. And I I gathered up my people. I'm like, yo, let's utilize this place and let's film upstairs. Oh, so I no went upstairs shit. with three girls and my videographer, and we filmed an orgy in the master room. What? And like it was crazy. Like I, I was just drunk, like hammered, and you know, Sammy Dunn was filming, and like Jay Fig was in the next room in a bathtub with with his girlfriend and another girl too. So it was like it was pretty wild. That's, like, that's all I'm gonna say. I, I, I think like, that's, the video. Uh, the video is available on my OnlyFans as well. So what's the um, what's your, what's the OnlyFans link? Or is it in your bio? Prod by Sloth, man. It's yeah. everything's prod by sloth. Like I own prod by sloth everywhere. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, OnlyFans, anything. Like I don't use Facebook, but it's still there. Like it just floats. Um, but yeah, so like there's an orgy video of me with three girls, which happened while the way of silence after party was there. Like Ethan Bramble walked in halfway through it, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, cunt? And he was just like laughing and he's just like, have you seen Fig? And I'm like, yeah, he's in the other room in the bathtub. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, Wait, so, yeah, so, so Ethan walked in while you were fucking these three girls. Yeah, man. It's just normal now. Dude. Wow. Yo. Uh, so, uh, d- Hey, I'm going to need you to do me a favor. I'm going to need you to let me know next time uh, the way to silence is filming a music video, because I'm going to be flying to Australia f- purely for the after party to hang out with Sammy Dunn's girls. I, I hope you can understand. Is that straight? I, I'm expecting you to hit me up now. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll see what I can do. Man. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll see what I can do. Like at the moment, we can't even leave the state. Like I can't even link up with the with the band because like we're on coronavirus yeah. fucking lockdown. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, man. How, how bad is that in Australia? I've heard it's pretty serious. Um, the lockdown was pretty crazy. Like we just went through seven months. They only just started letting us out for like 
the past uh, two weeks. But we went for seven months where we couldn't leave the house. We couldn't go five kilometers around anywhere. Like there was police everywhere. It was pretty. It's pretty batshit rubbish. You know what I mean? But That's like we got no corona cases now. Wait, there was so, po- there was police everywhere preventing people yeah, from the, doing the things. Skype. That's the not how, wait, yeah, yeah. That's so not how it is in, in America. In America, you're just looked upon as an asshole if you're not wearing a mask, but there's not police everywhere saying you have to. Bro, like it. here, you get fined $5,000. Are you fucking kidding me? If you were caught at someone else's house visiting. No. Out, outside your five kilometer radius, it was $5,000. Wait, outside, hold up. Five kilometer radius from That's your house. Thing? So say you went seven kilometers outside, like to to a supermarket, because the local supermarket didn't have what you need, but the one that's seven kilometers away had it. And you went there, and the police caught you, like there. That's a five thousand dollar fine, and you need to get you need you need to go home. That that is insane. How I mean, dude, how much is that? Do you know anyone who got the five thousand dollar fine? That's um, a I know harsh. A, I know a couple of people. I know a couple of people. It was that's, pretty brutal. That, dude, that, they're refusing so to pay them. Like my, most people here are refusing to pay the fines because it's just rubbish. Yeah, that that is like I, insane. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I probably shouldn't even say this right now, but like we were in the studio one day, and I'm not gonna say how many people was here. You know what I mean? Right. Um. Because this is like this is incriminating me again. Like, but fuck it. Like, police rocked up because we had five cars at the front of my house, and like they're like, we all freaked out. We're like, fuck, police are here. So everybody like hid, and um, they they are like, you're having a social gathering. You're not supposed to be doing that. And I'm like. No, I'm not. I'm working. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I was just telling, like, man, I've been to jail. I've been through the system. Don't you fucking talk to me like that, you pig. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not doing anything bad. I'm fucking working. I'm actually trying to do something. Anyways, um, and he's like, how many people do you have here? And I'm like, just one, one artist. And he's like, really? Because we can see that there's more in here. I'm like, fuck. And my artist came out and he's like, my girlfriend's here. That's about it. So we like spoke to them. For like, like at this point, like my artist, I'm not going to say a name, was was just um, tell, telling him, telling me to like cool down. But I was like pretty furious, like telling him to get off my property and shit. No. But like what, we, what we the, got off with a warning when, when they, they understood that we were just working and all that. And yeah, so we didn't get a fine, but um you know, we were very, very clear on the fact that, like, hey, I run a music recording studio. This is our income. This is our living. You know what I mean? You can't, like, fuck off. You know what I mean? And, yeah. like, I don't know. We, we were just pretty convincing. So they they, they left. What? Yeah. Let me ask. Yeah. And then what? And then what? Then, then everybody came out, like, holy fuck. And we're like, <laughs> Oh, like my heart was like up to it took us like a whole hour to get back in the zone you know what i mean like it was crazy yeah uh, yo so let me ask something man um you you said like what in the story about the cops you were talking about like how you didn't want them on your property like dude what does the what does the property look like how serious is this place man what do you mean like i, I see mean, like my property is my house like 
So, so that, that was kind of my question. Like, is it your house? Is it in like a business plaza? Yeah, we just did like, we turned like half my house into a studio. So like the two lounge rooms got fully, like we built a room inside a room, which is the booth, which is three me 3.2 meters long by two and a half meters wide. Like you can feed a drum kit in there. You can feed a whole band in there. Yeah. So, so like so sick man yeah Damn. it's pretty crazy yeah but yeah so like i did i just told him to get off my property you know so uh so something about me that you probably don't like so i literally just graduated from law school and i'm like looking like um at like different like small record labels in like florida and stuff so like i have like sort of a grasp on how like contract negotiations work in florida but i like i don't know any do you have like a guy who like does contracts for you in australia I like do contracts wow no shit man that's so cool well the contracts came from me but i sat down with someone and together mm-hmm. we designed the contracts right okay it was i brought the entire thing to the table and uh my buddy george did all the writing Okay, that, that's really cool, man. Um, uh, so I, I've read through this book called All You Need to Know About the Music Business that is all about like record label agreements and production deals and things like that. And it's like, uh, what's like your standard thing? Like, do you keep the copyright? Like, do you like, like how, does that, how does that work with you? Nah, I, I work on a complete different like basis. Like we're trying to introduce like, because record, record deals are rubbish unless you actually like, have a custom record deal, which is kind of like what we've been doing. Like most record deals will like you sell out your masters to the record deal and then the record label owns all your masters and control all your music and all that. We are basically, we have written a, a, a contract in a way that all, all like all my artists own their masters that own their own, the, the, the that's awesome i love work, that you know i, I love that like yeah. we 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 have a percentage that we work on which is the royalty percentage and we distribute that amongst amongst us and um basically they get to do marketing however they like they get to work however they like Wait, just sorry, sorry, sorry. when you say they you're talking about the artist right i just want to make sure yes yeah okay cool. yes so like we just do quality control. So like you can do a hundred songs, but you only release six of them because six of them are good. Okay. Oh, so and then yeah. you, you do you have the final say of saying like these yes. are the ones that you're gonna release? Yes. Okay, and then they're under contract, and like if even if they wanted to, they wouldn't be able to release those until they're out of contract. Actually, now they still can't. Nice. Dude, you built yourself it's, up it's a nice basically business, man. Like, it, cool. protects, it protects my artists of releasing so much content that may not be that great. You know what I mean? Right. They have they have a set time, so 12 months, and you need to release X amount of records through those 12 months, which we discuss upon signing the deal, which basically this is what I mean. Like every contract is different with every artist because of like, hey, my plan is this. Like, I want to release one album this year, two EPs next year, and then another album next year. You know what I mean? Yeah, So yeah, we yeah. tailor the contract to that, right? 
but we are specific on like, okay, you're going to put 12 out songs on this album. If you haven't recorded, you, you can't be recording this from your bedroom. It's going to be recorded properly. It's going to be done properly, blah, blah, blah. And then once it's final, final, and everything's gone through, we can release it. Nice. Do, do you keep an option to say, uh, like, maybe a record deal is for four albums and you, you have the option of accepting, like, the next album? Like, you have the option of saying, okay, you just finished your first one. Now we're ready for you to do the second one. Or alternatively, you could say, like, we don't want you to do another one. Like, do, do you have, like, uh, uh, options like that in your contracts? And by the way, we could terminate, like, oh, yeah, yeah sorry, there's termination fees. There's okay. termination to- nice. topics. But, yeah, nice. Like I said, it's very, it's very, it's more linear up on quality control and the basis of actually setting up a, a plan instead of like just doing songs every, because there's a lot of, like a lot of rappers literally just will, will come through like, every couple of weeks and bring me a couple of songs and whatnot, blah, 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 but they don't actually focus on like, oh, let's build an album. They just do songs. Mm-hmm. So like this actually levels them up to like, okay, cool. Let's work on an album. Cool. So I'll see you once a month and you bring me a few songs. We'll go through them, see what's worth it, see what isn't, blah, blah, blah. Cool. I right, cool. Keep that on the back burner. Let's put this one on the album. Let's record it properly. Let's get it full finished crazy leveled everything and they will put that on the stash cool i'll see you next month we'll do another one uh, so it, it does I, I don't think I, I might be misinterpreting this but does that mean that an album takes one month because i would imagine that it would take a lot longer no i just said like we do a session a month oh a session a month my bad my bad, my bad. yeah sometimes so like, a like how month, long sometimes a month Okay, so how long would an album take for or it, uh, for six, six to 12, six to eight months? Six to eight months, and is it different? It depends how uh, big for... it is. It really depends how big it okay. is. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. My first album, I I wrote all the beats. I got all the artists on it. So, like, I write beats. I get the artists to jump on the track. We record it. We mix it. We master it, and then we send it out for distribution. I did that in 28 days. In 28 days, dude, you, did you yeah. sleep at all? Like, was, was there any yeah. sleeping that happened? Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so, like, when it comes to the differences between a rap album and, like, a metal album, because you do both, like, are, are there metal major... Metal takes long. Metal takes ages. Why, why is that? Like, is it just harder to... Well, there's to... more instruments. There's more production. There's a lot more production. Like, a rap album is, like, like you know what I mean? Like, catchy shit and bars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's all lyrical shit. The beats are literally just... They're going to be catchy loops. You know what I mean? But, like, with metal, like, there's rises. There's, it's all about guitars. It's all about riffs. And those take ages to get them right have you are you are you the producer on all of the way to silence's stuff no 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 no, not all of it um the new album i'm pretty sure um i haven't checked the agreement but i'm pretty sure i'm writing basically absolutely everything for the next one congrats dude that's sick yeah the way to Um, silence that's how we left like we haven't been able to touch base since corona because we've all been locked in we haven't been able to like do anything right but the whole idea was for the next ep was i was gonna write all the samples for the album and then benny um will throw all the guitars over it 
then Fig will do all the vocals and all that, blah, blah, blah. But the original samples, as it's trap, um, I was going to design all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, which is waiting. Like, we're just waiting for the borders to reopen. We're just waiting to be able to get back to work. Like, everything, sh- like, has been shut here for seven months, man. We've literally been in, like, like... I felt like I was back in jail, you know what I mean? I only got out a year ago and I felt like, fuck, I'm back in. Yeah, uh, if you don't mind me asking, how long were you in jail for? Uh, just a small time, like just over three months. Just over three months? Uh, for, for what reason? Or If you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to. It's not a big deal. Uh, pretty funny. Like, pretty funny? All right, all right what happened? Please. I had a loaded handgun on me and I was just like waving her around a bit too much. And like you know, Hank, like <laughs> dude, wait, what? You um, you you had a loaded gun on you, and you were just waving it around too much, <laughs> just like for yeah, fun, like, or like where where were you waving it around? I'm assuming in public. It doesn't matter. Like, okay, that's yeah, cool. Like seeing okay. friends and like you know what I mean, and like yeah, motherfuckers, you know what I mean. Like it's very <laughs> hard to get like like it's not very hard, but like. You don't, you don't like, you know, gun laws here are a lot different, like in America, you know what I mean? Yeah, so in America, like, it's yeah, super and, easy and to get a gun. Someone, someone must have gotten a little bit paranoid and like they dubbed me in and um, I got set up. Like and I, I got set up. I drove straight into a setup. Like no I watched shit. it all happen. I was like, we were driving. I was with my fiance in the car. Like she was my girlfriend at the time. And like I, I drove into this location where I was going to do a drop, and um, I saw the police car coming straight. Like so before that even happened, I looked around and I could see like, I saw police officers standing on a balcony, and then like I noticed that the street was real quiet, and then I realized I'm like, holy fuck, we're in a setup. And that's when I, that's when it clicked and I was like, fuck, we're in a setup. And like this police, this undercover police car drove straight to me. I looked at my girl and I'm like, I'm so sorry. eh?" And she's like, it's okay. It's okay. And I'll, and like, we both just got dragged out of the cars and dragged to each side of like, the footpath like i was on this side and she was over there and, oh my like, gosh that they, they like arrested me and yeah i just went to jail straight after that damn do they, in australia in australian jail do they give you jail slippers no no damn no you get boobers you get boobers they're like what's that the wackiest cheapest crappiest laceless shoes man what and they're called boobers they're called boobers <laughs> they're called ter- boobers bro. that's terrible like, they're boobers bro and they're like i've got real i've got a really good jordan collection and nine night collection i love my shoes man oh yeah and, what, like, do you, what, do you, what do you got on right now i will i've got ugg boots on right now <laughs> let me see hold let's up. wait let me see the ugg boots i want to take a picture of it hold on hold on <laughs> <laughs> these are not just Ugg boots, man. Like, these are my own design from the Ugg factory. Like, <laughs> dude, that's incredible. <laughs> I love. <laughs> yes, man. Um, so there's only one pair of these ever made. 
Oh no I, shit! Wait, so you designed those? Yeah, um, I went. I I had a music video, and like I always do some crazy for music videos. And <laughs> wait, so, dude, like, wait, wait, hold on. I'm sorry, but like you're like, yeah, man. I have this uh, amazing collection of Jordans and Nikes. Like I love my Jordans, and I'm like, oh shit, what are you wearing? Well, actually, right now we're wearing Ugg boots. <laughs> like, man, if you. <laughs> It's so fucking funny. I'm going to flip the camera right now. I don't know if people get okay. to see this. Okay, okay. Yeah, Hang yeah, I on. can see you. How, how do you flip the camera here? But if you have a look, this is behind my desk. Oh, dude. Oh, that's fucking sexy, man. But that's where all my Jordans sit. There you go. And that's yeah, only yo, yo, all the way on the right, those, those airs, yo, those are crazy, man. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, what's your favorite pair out of all of these? Oh, the off-whites, man. The off-whites, of course, yeah. Those are so hard. Do you ever wear those or like you Yeah, I wore them beautiful? yesterday. They're trashed, man. Like they're oh, absolutely yeah. trashed. I wear them all like I wish like I wear all my shoes, man. Like there You're is good, a couple bro, pairs good. I still haven't worn. Like I save them for like special occasions or videos and stuff, but um yeah, I I rock them, man. Like yesterday, I was like leaning on a Bentley convertible while wearing my 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 um off whites. So, yo, what's yeah. up with you and Bentleys, bro? You're loving Bentleys. <laughs> I think you gotta get one, man. Oh, uh, one day. Yeah, that's the goal. I mean, yo, I'd rather get an SUV. I'm just try. I'll be straight up an SUV. Put all my boys an, to have like an, an SUV. What are you gonna be a dad? Are you gonna get like a Honda Odyssey or some shit? <laughs> Nah, but like I like my SUVs, man. I like big cars. Nah, I'm with you. Yeah, see, I've only driven like sedans and shit. I would love, I would love a big car, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking they're, sweet. They're, they're comfortable, you know. Oh yeah, man, for sure. Yo, so a question yeah. for like I, I just saw this on your Instagram and it just like looked cool. What's cool? What, uh, hold, on, I wrote down Clava Co- Cla- Clava Co- Coter. Clava Coacher, shout out Clava Coacher, and shout out Daddy Vin, a big Vin Pitts. Like he, um, so it's a it's a small company like here in Melbourne that makes customized balaclavas. Balaclavas, yeah, you know balaclavas would like you put over your head with like the. You don't know what a balaclava is. Well, is is it what's in all their pictures? With the, it's the ski mask type of thing. Yeah, the ski mask, the ski mask type thing. Yeah, so okay. they make like custom made ones for like artists and shit for like drill videos and shit. And like Big Vince been using it in porn a lot, so they've been shooting like porn with balaclavas and shit. And like he brought a whole bunch of them here when we were um, doing a song with Phila. And um, yeah, we just shot a whole bunch of photos with them, and yeah, it was crazy. That's dope. Yeah, shout out to Clava. Shout out to Clava. I can't Clava even say culture. Clava culture. Yeah, because it's not culture. It's co- culture. 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 Clava culture. Yeah. yeah, that's cool shit, man, dude. Yeah. Ma- ma- dude, damn, yo, shooting porn with one of those things on, like that's some heavy shit. That's like some gangster shit. Like yeah, Jesus, bro. It gets real hot. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask if you've shot porn with one of those things on. Nah, but like even just wearing one, it just gets really hot. Yeah, it does. I, I wore one of those at a um, at a concert once and I, I must have looked absolutely insane. 
but yeah, those do, those do get super hot. Yo, so tell me about, speaking of things that get super hot, tell, tell me about your fucking uh, experience in like the porn industry. Like, how'd you get involved with it? Uh, I know, I know your fiance has something to do with it. Like, what's up? Yeah. So like, um, I, it all started when like, I came up with this crazy idea and like, I wanted to start mixing like, cause like it's all hip hop rap and all that blah, blah, blah here in Australia. And it's like all the boys, all the boys. And like, you really want to get to the point where like you involve girls, you involve like models and like, you know what I mean? Like put some sexiness into it. You know what I mean? Not just the gutter shit. You know what I mean? Like the gutter shit's yeah. there, but then yes. we got to turn it sexy. You know what I mean? Like you got to step up. Yes. So like I started taking photos with like, with a lot of i've got a i had a couple of like female friends that were models and i'm like hey yo like i want to do some photo shoots i want to incorporate you into my album cover this is the album i i did in 28 days too bro like i did this album recorded everything Wait, real quick days. real quick sorry, sorry to cut you off but before you go further in the story i want to pull up the album that you're talking about is it on spotify dinero it yeah. might be on YouTube. It's really old. I'm pretty sure I like took it off. It might Wait, be still. How do I like uh, di- like D I N E R O? Who's it by? Prod by Sloth. Slothy Dinero. Oh, I just want to pull this up. You can look it up straight on YouTube. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm pulling up YouTube right now because that's important. Slothy. Yeah, either dinero, either that or prod by sloth dinero. I found it. I found it. Yeah, okay. there's like twelve tracks in there. Okay, um, sweet. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share this. So you see the girls on the album cover, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of the, well, there she's wearing the Nike and she's has like tattoos all over her leg. Yeah, so yeah. like that's Wait, what I wanted. This, to right? like, yeah, yeah that's the one. That's yeah. the one. So like I wanted to like really start mixing it, you know what I mean? Like using like our culture with like girls and like, hey, let's put some sauce into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I love sauce. It's great. Anyways, and so I uh, I linked up with my buddy um Opal's Opal's Darkness. Um she she's got a crazy following, she's a good friend of mine. I follow her. And Oh, you do? Well, there you go. Yo, She's a good Sloth, you don't get it, bro. Wait, hold up. You don't get it. I have stalked your shit, dude. I know <laughs> all of the fucking crew, man. All man, of it. Like, yeah. I known her since before she had even her first tattoo. You know what I mean? We were just oh, kids. Wow. And then one day she just popped up on my newsfeed and she was like covered in tattoos, full modeling. And I'm like, I just messaged her. I'm like, yo what the fuck happened to you? Like, holy shit. Like, this is crazy. Anyway. So like, we like, we got together and we did this album cover and then I kept going with it. And like, we produced another album called Slothy's Wonderland where I dressed in a bunny suit and I had five girls around me like naked while I've got like a, a, a basket full of mushrooms and I'm feeding the girls mushrooms. Okay, like wait, this I mean, okay. Cover is, we're going to have to pull this one up because like this album cover is crazy. Slothy's Wonderland, bro. <laughs> Slothy's Wonderland, bro. Dude, I can't. I, one day I'm going to come to Australia just to pick up the accent, man. Sloth, Slothy's Wonder Wonderland. Land. <laughs> oh, but it's a bunch of theme parks showed up. Slothy's 
Wonderland. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Crazy. Dude. That is crazy, isn't it? That is epic, man. <laughs> Dude. Okay, okay, okay. So continue. Yeah, so like from that I just I, I just been messaging like so many girls on Instagram, like models and, and girls that the strippers and all that and you know, trying to find people to work with to actually put these pieces together. And um, one thing led to another and it was just like, I, I was just getting involved deep and I just found myself in the porn industry, man. And, and, and next minute I'm just like, hey, you want to be in a porno? And I was just like- What was the first porn yeah, that you did? Right. Huh? What was like the first porn that you did? Oh, I did some like- uh, some backyard stuff, but like the first big one, like the first actual like proper proper, believe it or not, it was that orgy at the way of silence. Oh, nice! That was a yeah. Wow, that that, that silencer music video. I would I would love a just a full on documentary on that on the on the music video. Like that sounds like, like there's, there's a lot of photos so much of more stuff. But yeah, that's incredible. There was a man. lot of people involved, man. Like I, I focused on putting that video together for like a good solid two, three months. That's sick. And yeah, it took a lot to put that together. Yeah. So, so now like, I want, I want to stay on the, on, on like the porn, just like, I want like the, the full scope. It really yeah. doesn't. Everybody Dude, hey man, I'm trying. Like, I'm trying not to, man. To their music videos, and they're like, "Can you please bring girls?" And I'm like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I mean, dude, I guess that's so. Sort of, that's not the worst problem to have. You know what I mean? No, but like, I would probably say that I'm one of the first, and like, Phila has said it, and like a lot of artists have said it that like, I am the link because I brought this in. I tried to mix it all in, like. A whole heap of other people are focusing on other thing, and I and I, I just focused on like bringing the sexiness into it. Yeah, and that's how it all it all came up. So like, lucky for me, like I I'm a person that I'm very very um, protective of our work as well, especially in the porn industry. It's a very dark world, so um, I'm very protective of the girls as well. Like I always make sure that they get treated right all consent forms are signed and everything. So nice. it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Anyways. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going off track. No, you're good. So um, we're, we are sort of, uh, we're not really like nearing the end of this interview, but I do want to change topics and like, the, um, this is going to sound a little bit sappy or whatever, but like, I, like I honestly, and I'm, I'm going to try not to like fucking suck your dick too much here, but I think that you're just like a genuinely dope person. And I don't say that to, really like that many of my interviewers but like here's I why I think, here like but i want to tell you why i think that it's not because like you're a fucking you're like you own a record label or like you have all these chicks it's because just based on my perspective everything in your life has to do with things that you actually enjoy doing like you seem yeah. like a like you seem like a very self-actualized person like you know what you like and you full-on own it you know what i mean yeah and yeah. so, like, dude, so, so many people, I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting, like, a nine-to-five job if it's something yeah. that you like doing and it's something that's, like, into your life. But that just, that, that seems like, I'm not saying, what I'm, I'm not saying that could never be something that you did, but what you did is, like, you found dope shit that you enjoy doing 
got good at it, figured out how to make money doing it, developed an entire team of people that you work with. And now it's your, it's not your life. It's your universe. Like it's this world that you've created, which is like such a fucking, it's, it's something to be like sought after by all people. Like I was, I was talking on a previous podcast about, um, about Kanye West so Kanye West has, Yay. Gone- <laughs> so, and I'm going to compare, I'm going to, pa- I'm, I'm comparing you to Kanye right now. Are you a Kanye fan? You like Kanye? Nope. Okay. Well, I'm still going to compare you to him. And, and, and I, th- I think I'm that you're going to like Kanye this. Fan. I don't like Yeezys. I know I respect what he's done. Right. Like by this, I will tell you this. Yeah. It's yeah. not that I'm not a fan of his. I don't fuck with his music. Okay. Like I never got into it. It's not like I sit there and listen and like, no, nah, I don't fuck with this. It's just like my path has always led me to listen to other music, not the, what he has created. Right. Um, That's cool. Man. I've always been a Jordan guy, not a Yeezy guy. You know what I mean? Like there's always like, there's the blues or the reds, there's the blacks or the whites. You know what I mean? Like it's all everything's like, you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. Well, well, and and I didn't mean that in a racist way. I mean, like, you either wear all I, white. I, that's or the, I didn't interpret it in a racist way. Yeah, at yeah all. no, no. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Like, there's there's um, that you know, and like there's people who listen to like you know heavy metal or folk metal. You know what I mean? Like maybe like that in, that interpretation is better. Yeah. Um. Um. So and like I don't know. I never really got to listen to his records or anything. I what I am a fan of is what he's done, like his world, like what he's created, the the type of like the 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 obnoxious, crazy things he pulls off on on media are retarded, crazy good. Like that, yeah, I give it to him. Like he he's crazy. He's it's I love that. I love crazy people. Yeah, and that's why I love you because you're crazy. Like that, that's like, dude. I love you, man. You called me like, thank you for your time. Hey man. So uh, I, I want to, I want to, but before we end this, I want to tell you why I'm like comparing you to Kanye. So like what I just said about that's you right. is like, like why I think that you're fucking awesome is like, you've created this universe and everything in your world has to do with what you do. Now look at Kanye. Kanye has not created a universe. He's created multiple universes. And here's what I mean by that. Take, okay, so I know that you don't listen to Kanye, but let me just give you a little bit of background here. Um, He has, uh, I think, 11 studio albums, maybe a little bit less. One of them is My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And when he created that album, he, in every single interview, it was like, he was sort of like this passive person who was sort of like reclusive. And while he was producing it, he never slept in a bed. He only slept in the studio on like this uncomfortable chair. Like he fully encompassed his his life into that. And then he moved on into, into Yeezus. And now he's had this whole spiritual awakening where he is very, very religious. And not only did he make Yeezus and St. Pablo, which has tons of religious things in it, but, and uh, Jesus is King, but which is another like rap slash gospel album. But he also created what's called Sunday service. Like he has his own fucking choir and he released an album by Sunday service. Every song is written by Kanye, but it's not like Kanye is not singing on it. So like, and all, like all the things that he does, like in all of his interviews, he's talking about like God. So 
his new universe that he has created is like this gospel universe. And I actually, I'm blessed to have, and I guess the word blessed is kind of ironic in this, but I'm blessed to have seen um, Sunday service live that Sunday service came to Miami and did something for the, and did yep. like a service. And I'm a Jewish guy. Like my last name is Weinstein. I, I have never listened to gospel ever, ever, ever. But after seeing Sunday service, I had like a month long gospel phase. Now, what does that mean? That means that he has created such an awesome universe that it attracts people who have nothing to do with that universe. And let me be straight up with you. I started listening to metal like six months ago. And yeah. since, since like I've listened to like a good amount of it in that six months, like I love dance, Gavin dance era, um, uh, periphery. I love shit like that. But after listening to like the weight of silence, which is a completely different genre than like, yeah, it's trap like, metal. Art. It doesn't exist. Man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like since listening to that, it's like, I want more of that. And I want like, I want prod by sloth to like create, like, like I want him to develop his universe in like an even more compact and epic way. So like, yeah. dude, like fucking just honestly, man, just thank you, dude. Just keep fucking doing you, dude. I mad respect. I do what I can. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Of course, man. Of course. And dude, um, we're, we're, we're getting out of here. Uh, please. Uh, if you want to shout out anyone or if you have any final thoughts, just, uh, what's up. I'll just shout out everybody. You know who everybody is. All right. If I if I had to sit down and sit here and shout out everybody individually, you take up. I, I need a whole other hour. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. But like everybody that's always there, especially my partner, and all you motherfuckers that I work with, every single motherfucker that I work with, whether you rap, sing, or trap, or film, or photos, man. Like there's that. I, I've got like eight videographers and photographers on my side, as well as a hundred rappers, as well as like 20 singers. You know what I mean? Like I can't name them all. And if I forget one, you know what I mean? Like I didn't yeah. even mean that in a bad way. You these are all in my books. A hundred percent, man. Well, dude, yeah. thank you so and much for coming I, on. I, at oh, the end yeah. of the Sorry. day, at the end of the day, I do this for them too. Like fair enough. I created this world, but this is all about their music. Just happy to help. Yeah. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming on the Graham Radio podcast. Um, I if you're down, I'd love to do this again in like six, seven months or something, just as like a we can figure it out later. But dude, thank you so much for coming on, man. You keep doing you. You got my details, my man. Thank you so much for having me. All right, peace. My man.